Spotlight. Hear directly from your favorite artists in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio. Well, I'm the cowboy killing myself. So every day I'm killing doubts, egos, things about me that I have to shed off. And also just the parts of me that are from my past and why I became the cowboy killer. My father died at three years old of lung cancer. And then I took the inspiration from the Marlboro cigarettes that killed all of the Hollywood cowboys and the way they advertised it. And basically this life that I'm advertising, the life I really live is dangerous. It is coming with a lot of risk, but good for life will balance that out for me. And I say that because I want people to live a good life. I want people to um, do as I say, not as I do a lot of the times. Mm. And so there's there's so much that comes into the music industry that you have to you have to battle with and you have to um, ex- express to your fans like, hey, this is what I'm really going through. Mm. And so everything that I say in my music, I'm really going through. And if you're going through that too, then you know I hope that you can find refuge and at least, hey, this guy's going through it too. And it's not really about who you are where you come from it's about do you connect to the music when i say everyone's an outlaw that's my big thing that i've been pushing lately because welcome to the wild west you're being told what to do you can't go outside you can't meet up with your people you was talking about that earlier you're like i don't even know how to talk to people anymore (laughs) yeah it's like other people made you that way you know what i'm saying they forced you into that bubble and so i'm not like anti-government i'm none of that i'm a very independent in the middle very tolerable cowboy but i do want people to understand that there's a lot of forces working against us and they can't keep us from being with each other. So tell me, is there a point in in your time in the music industry where you just yeah. felt like you don't want to do well, this anymore? I'll tell you what, there was times where I thought, am I gonna keep doing this and not make the millions of dollars that I wanted to? Am I gonna keep doing this and not get all of the attention and recognition? And then I realized I was in it for the wrong reasons. Because I was in it because I loved it and passionate and all those things, that's great. But I still wanted the validation. I never wanted to to quit music, but have I thought about that this this might not be a viable, you know, money-making machine that would give me all of my hopes and dreams and aspirations? Um, Yeah, you, you have those doubts and you, you would, you would be lying to yourself as creative if you never thought of second guessing, you know, because this is very, very hard to do. And you got to be crazy <laughs> to think you're going to make it in the music industry. You got to be crazy. So to be honest. I, I, like, I like the good kind of crazy, you know. <laughs> I like people who believe in themselves. The Spotlight. Hear directly from your favorite artist in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. What kept you motivated so far? Though? What kept me motivated? Yeah. Um, passion. I know what music does for me and I know what it's done for other people. I have I have people's daughters who are going through health problems right now, who have cancer, mm. friends of mine who have died, who have repped this brand, who have supported me since day one, before the hat, before I got my major placement, before I ever was on a radio interview, before anyone ever really cared about my music. There's people that have supported me since day one. I'm not about to let them down, so I'm going to keep pushing for them. I see music as one of the only industry where Although there is discrimination, music has nothing to do with race, to be honest. Yeah. Because I haven't seen someone say, shut that music down. We don't want to play that. You know, great music is great music. You're so right. And I believe that music should not have anything to do with race. It should have to do with you make music that you love. Now, if you are overtly offending people, you're just blatantly being offensive, then that's obviously something that we can challenge with free speech in America. I love 
making music. And so it doesn't really matter what sounds are coming out. If it's a flute, if it's a banjo, I like it. We're going to lay it down. Your name is more of the team. Does that have anything to do with country music? Your name? Yeah, it's where I'm from. You know, growing up on a farm in Appalachia, Ohio. Um, I wanted to represent my culture and put it out there more overtly, like, this is who I am. Yeah. And so, but yes, I'm a rapper by trade. So, you know, I was making beats and boom bap style stuff, electronic music for many years and worked with more hip hop people than country acts. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a rapper by trade and I'm a, I'm a songwriter person. So, you know, all music is very much welcome in my humble abode. So what changed though? What, why the transition from hip hop to country? Well, I don't, I don't think there was like a, I'm going to change. It's just more of like, well, if I like all of these things, then why not put them together? You know, yeah. I just don't believe there's any rules in music anymore. And, you know, there used to be the, you have to make the, the 50s bop, you know, and you, <laughs> you had to be a certain look. And then I think it all just changes. And I think I'm from a generation where we're kind of going to blend it all together and, you know, not really try to segregate or push anybody out or isolate people just because they want to make music that's blending it all together. You know, I think pop country is cool. I think pop punk is cool. I think that um, R&B is like what really touches my soul, like the old Motown soul. Yeah. So if we could just blend that all together, then I feel like we're actually going to have music that touches a lot more people or, you know, a niche that people can really enjoy. And we, we want to build this and do this the right way. So I'm trying to be a good representation for artists that are trying to do the same thing. Tell me something specific about you and your music. What makes it stand out? Well, it's it's first and foremost, you're hearing sounds that have, that don't really merge together a lot too often. I don't know if you, if you heard some of the tracks before, but yeah. we have a, a mixture of sounds that's really bringing people in to dance, to sing, to come into an environment where they they weren't really expecting to be around people who you wouldn't even think would like this stuff but they like the cowboy show because we have a wild wild live set full live band with sax and trumpets and yeah. and then hip-hop beats to accompany so it's a beautiful beautiful show experience and i think people stick around because they know that i mean what i say i'm just telling the truth you know a lot of rappers out here bro like <laughs> there's a bunch of fibbing out here <laughs> you know cowboy killer you use the word we a lot like there is we who is we tell me more about the others not on the picture right now before i was really even the cowboy killer it was the brand good for life yeah. and you know i was born to do this but good for life gave me that that real push to be like yep I, I really love to inspire people and so the phrase itself brought all, you know brought my people together that's all i'm trying to do is find my tribe yeah. find the people that i'm so you you are a member so like, of you are, you are a member of a band and a crew right now cowboy killer is a solo act but i have a band and so if you're playing with me it's cowboy killer and um you know my company guests and so i i like to switch out band members i like people to go from guitar to banjo or you know, if we have brass this show or we don't, or we do a stripped down acoustic set, I don't want to really be married to a group of nine people because yeah. it just, you know, it's it's always a disaster. So if I can just keep the keep the work to me, I'll do the jobs that I can do and then I'll hire the right people to do the jobs that I can't do right. So, you know, so many people get acquainted with people they don't know. How would you define the challenge for a lot of local artists? I think um, obviously marketing, but the, the thing is, is I'm not, an expert in it either because I make art you know I'm, I try to be very business-minded I wear a lot of hats but anyone will tell you hey if you want to be an artist first and foremost you got to focus on being an artist you know you can't be the engineer for everyone else you can't be the. but I, I, I disagree I just think that we don't market well enough we don't know how to reach people and, and a lot of times 
let's be honest. Some people shouldn't be artists because they they can't keep a tune or they they're just doing it for the attention. So once you you have to weed out all of that, and then the people with real passion and real talent, and they want to get somewhere or change their families' lives,、mm. those people have to cut through the noise. So if that's not an advertisement, if that's not、um, doing shows every single week, if that's What I did was I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico,、yeah. and I would be in the streets every day. I spent every day on Fourth Central downtown, walking, meeting new business owners, going out in the scene, going to every open mic. And by that end of the year, my top listening city is Albuquerque because they know the face to the music and they know who I am. So it's it's a slow grind. I mean, how did people make it in the '70s and '80s? Right? They、yeah. had to. Go tour. They had to go find people who like their stuff. That's right. The, the, the formula hasn't changed. It's just actually easier, but it's easier to fake it. But when you fake it, they don't show up to the shows. No,、nope. just saying. Would you encourage a lot of artists today to just get out, go out, just get、yes. out of the basement、yes. or get out? Move out of your hometown. Move out of the city that you keep talking about that you don't like. If the grass is greener on the other side, then go cut it. But I'm never ever gonna tell somebody. That they shouldn't make music. What I will tell them is, how serious do you want it, and are you willing to go through the stress of the industry、yeah. to go through those barriers that you need to get through to make money or to earn royalties or to, you know, simply just get paid for every gig? There's people who don't have a million followers, but they have a ton of money from music because they play gigs every week, they're getting royalty checks, and they work behind the scenes. And they're they're ghostwriters or they're ghost engineers. There's there's ways to make money in the music industry. You don't have to be、yeah. little baby. You know what I'm saying? Like、yeah. you should be yourself wholeheartedly. And I I encourage people to make art. I wrote songs for people who aren't artists because they want to express themselves, and I want to help them do that. So I encourage everyone: please be creative, but be passionate. What's your intention? Every time you step up. What is your intention? That's all I'm asking. So many people might be looking、right. at you and thinking that he, you are so privileged. That is why you are、sure. so confident in your work. Could you express to me what that means to you? Yeah, I mean, how how would I have privilege in hip hop? This is not a white industry. This I'm in a full black industry. I had to earn my way through this. I had to rap for ten years to really prove to people. I work with Lupe Fiasco. It's very possible for a white man to get on a Lupe Fiasco Virgil Abloh album. That happens because I work with Kaylin Ellis. That happens because I'm sitting in a room with people that not only I fight for their rights, but I also express to the people around me that you won't violate their rights when you're around me. And the other thing too is to put your body on the line and to put yourself out there as a hip hop artist and look like me. I don't fit in. Nobody ever gave me the shot of of oh yeah, you're welcome in this house. You can absolutely say whatever you want on a rap record. Not true at all. I had to fight my way into this industry, and then when I started blending all of these genres together, which I wanted to do in the first place anyway, I'd rapped over dubstep beats, boom bap. I made vinyl records. I never ever shied away from being who I was, and so people can say, "Oh, you're very confident now." You know how long that took. You know how much self doubt you have to really fight through to be an artist full time, to love what you do, and to be confident. In what I, you know, I come from the country, so we say what we really mean. <laughs> But that doesn't mean that every single person should be thrown into that box. The same、yeah. way, you wouldn't throw every person who lives in the suburbs or an inner city or some you know little circle in a block. You wouldn't fit them all into one category of one person. You have to really know a man. You can't judge a book by its cover. You know what I'm saying?、Matt? Wow, fact, fact, fact. Cowboy Killer, what city are you right now, and how well do you work with other artists? 
Yeah, that's a great question. I just came from Albuquerque, New Mexico. So we really linked with so many people out there. The album I just dropped is called Long Live Cowboy. Sorry to shamelessly plug. It's got 70 people on it. And so we're mixing people who just make beats or just play banjo. And we're bringing them onto tracks that they've never really been on or bringing people together that haven't really even got a major placement or they're not the biggest in the world. They don't have to be. It's about the people who are making the music with me that I love and I love to work with them if they're good people and I work with them. So New Mexico was a great scene for me to really build the sound and bring all of these people together. If you check out my Instagram, there's so many talented artists that came through my studio in the past year. And I just moved to Nashville. And the reason I did that is because I believe in my dream wholeheartedly. Yeah. So I want to be around a scene where I can build the band, I can build the sound even more, and I can get straight to the business of where I need to go. And I love the energy in Nashville. I encourage anyone, if you really want to come to Nashville, pop out. You would love it here. Tell me a little bit more about your new music album. Long Live Cowboy is about... It's a, it's really a story. It's the soundtrack before the movie. We do have a couple of music videos out, at large, hopscotch. It starts out with narration by uh, Jim Driscoll, and he talks about my journey as the cowboy and what I'm really stepping into. And it was really about my move to the Wild West and the things that I had gone through in the past two or three years, really my whole life, but the past two or three years, and put that all together in a 16-track compilation with skits, live instruments mixed with the, the program drums. Kaylin Ellis is on there, my brother, shout out to him. Um, my brother Bonzo, Doug Brand is on there, Walker Cass. My my entire team was incredible. Trillbot, Sun Sounds, love them. Sally, the producer. People from all backgrounds came together to create the new Wild West. And, and I got to tell my story really for the first time in a cohesive project that is not only sequentially leading back into the next song, into the next, sequentially moving them forward with the story to make it fun and interesting, but the music is near and dear to my heart, made with people that I respect with all of them, the utmost respect. They really took a lot of time on this project with me. Wow. And it's out on all streaming path. It's a long live cowboy, long.live.cowboy, stream it everywhere by Cowboy Killer. So many artists will be the one to want to reach out to you. You, are you willing to work with other artists regardless of... I'm the artist artist, man. I love to inspire artists. I don't need to have a million fans in the in the arenas. I know that artists are looking at my page. They've looked at me for years and I inspire them. Whether they say it to me or not, I know they're watching and I know that I'm looking to continue to work with new people. Yeah. You know, I want to encourage a lot of people out there just in case you're tuning in and listening right here. This is the spotlight you heard from Cowboy Killer from Tennessee. Tennessee, right? How is it right Nashville, there? Nashville, Tennessee, live and direct. How is the weather like right now? Great right now. It's a snowing uh, winter weather advisory for two days. Now all that snow just melted as we've been talking. So we're clear. We're good to go. Wow. And I'm building my new studio here as well. I'm an engineer, mix master, producer, writer. You ever want to work with me at GFL Cowboy? Just got a brand new studio, man. Y'all hit me up. You heard that. So let's listen to Hot Lash by Cowboy Killer. This one is produced by Killing Ellis. Race 10 speeds, hit away my engine roll 